Time to get started on this Tuesday. Aye, aye, aye. Um, by the way, <laughs> sorry, that was my, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's early. I, uh, Sam, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, yeah. the day that Mur- Murphy, I don't know if you remember, we have an assignment from Sam. Oh, no, I forgot all about that, actually. Mm-hmm. It's right. so romantic. Right. I'm supposed right. to be writing about how much you mean to me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> should be a brief one. <laughs> you know what? You should... <laughs> Thanks. You should write something funny. You should just do something funny. Okay. You know? Just keep it light if you want. Oh, wait, but wait, I wait, would wait. think Murphy's going to be serious about you. I'm, uh, I mean, I will weave the two. Even my cards to you are the perfect balance of sentiment and comedy, aren't they? You think? It's your own little, your own uh, little critique there. Yeah, my own self critique. Um, now, don't make this too long. Or actually, if you make it long, just give us the highlights. Because no, you may want to write something long. long. We'll no, share it. I'm going to make it long. Yeah, I can start it with way back on November the twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. No, we're not. You but complete But I just wanted me. you to know that I was nervous about this, and I didn't really want to do it. My feelings for him are so complex. I didn't want to send a f- couple of lines and think that's it but i did start sounds like it's writing itself i now. did start and yeah. um you want to give us a little taste not, no but no. it's not bad it's well, not bad at all just a few little okay because it comes to me in the car i'm driving to the store to get milk and i'm like oh i should say that you know i don't say that kind of thing enough to him sort of a you, thing you can't give us a taste no it's not mm-hmm. valentine's yeah, day yet. there were some things that i've said to you over the last couple of days i could certainly go back and write down that were good things if you remember yeah. them. No, I, I do remember them uh, just so that you know hmm. I do have your Valentine's gift already. I thought the letter was the gift. No, no. not the only gift. When am I getting the gift? No, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no rush here. <laughs> the letter was an assignment from Sam. Yes. The gift is, is is my you know Valentine's gift to you. Okay, it's simple. It's not fancy. I mean, Good, you know, that's all we've been down this hear. road right <clears throat> for Christmas. So all I wanted to but, hear. But but aren't you excited? I'm personally excited that I actually have it now. Mm-hmm. You know Good. What I mean? And other than the fact it has to be refrigerated, I mean... Oh, stop. Yeah. You have stop, to feed stop, it. Stop, 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 So look, um, later this morning, just after eight, more really good but simple Valentine's Day ideas, stuff you can put together today or even tomorrow if you're last-minuting it. Okay. Last-minuting? <laughs> Minuting. Yeah, I mean, life is busy. There are a lot of people who are doing that. Okay, and uh, more restaurant pet peeves, okay? Everybody's got one. Everybody. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. First one of the morning, we're going to address these rumors that O.J. Simpson is going to be back in the movies. Mm-hmm. Is he or is he not? Tell you next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I promise we're going to get to the George Clooney. Oh, my goodness. He's gushing and telling stuff about them all story. Um, first, though, quickly, is it true this rumor? I read it first yesterday morning about O.J. Simpson being back in the movie business. Mm-hmm. And the first place I saw it was the Daily Mail, Britain's Daily Mail, which is questionable right a lot of times so we waited and yes apparently it looks like it's true that movie director creator actor comedian sasha baron cohen paid oj simpson about twenty thousand dollars to appear in a prank in his the comedian's next film oh really well his stuff is always known for pranks it is prank it is the prank he's the prankster of hollywood's movies are so he reportedly sasha baron cohen wore like a wig and thick rim glasses to meet OJ in in a Las Vegas hotel room and that OJ wouldn't even meet with him until he walked in with a bag of cash is what we're told. Nerve wracking little story there. Last last movie he was in was it the Naked Gun movies back in the 80s? Probably not but those were the ones that I own. Those are the only ones I knew him ever to be in but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay can we move to this amazing story? Uh, You know David Letterman has that new series on Netflix called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Yeah. The first person he 
sat down with was President Barack Obama. Very mm-hmm. funny, too. Right. Very it funny. Was a and funny, funny web episode. They go on location. They sit in a studio with a little audience, but they also go. It's an in-depth, long-form conversation with David Letterman and his guests. Mm-hmm. The next one that's going to land this Friday is George Clooney. Available this Friday, Letterman and Clooney just talking about everything. And uh, George is spilling stuff about a mall we never knew, like how they met. Uh, a, a mutual friend of ours said, I'm stopping by and can I bring my friend? And I was like, of course. And, and I got a call from my agent who called me and said, I met this woman who's coming to your house who you're going to marry. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, now, now this was arranged by an agent, your talent agent, <laughs> had done all the paperwork ahead of time. It, it really worked out that way. Yeah. And the funniest thing was my mom and dad were visiting, so my parents were there. We just talked, and we stayed up all night talking. And then, you know, we, I got her email address because she was going to send me some pictures of my parents. And then uh, we started writing, and I didn't really have a... Didn't know if she wanted to go out with me. I just thought, you know, we were buddies. And- who would, George? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be frank. Who really would want to go out with you? Oh, man. They go in depth, apparently, about his way, the ways that he had to woo her. Yeah. Like, not knowing where he stood with her. All personal with George Clooney. That's a big one. All this week on Friday on Netflix. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, Murphy did not get stood up for his daddy-daughter date. Yeah, I did not. Turned out to be one of the best ever. That's coming up next. So, Murphy did not get stood up. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Stood up for his daddy-daughter date night the other night with Taylor, our 16-year-old. She was so proud of her balance because she hung out with her friends after school. Yeah. And then... Went on the date. We had our daddy daughter date together. And you know what, Sam? This makes now a lifetime of me never being stood up on a date. Aww. I'm, I'm so, so grateful for that. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, one thing I felt guilty about at the beginning of the daddy daughter date? Jody may not remember this either. She said, Daddy, you know, um, we haven't done this in a while. I'm like, No, we just did this four or five months ago. The last time we really, our agreement was every single one is not always going to be like fancy, off the mm-hmm. charts, expensive. Right. Not with her. And, and she said, No, it's been two years. I'm like, no, oh, really? No way. No. Oh. Has it? It hasn't been two years since we had you know the dinner thing, but I guess a fancy one. So, oh, okay. So I was like, okay, well, we can be as fancy as you want this time. Huh. So that's what we did. Famous last words. You know, Taylor has a taste for steak, uh-huh. which our youngest Phoebe does not. And so I've told her, look, you know what? I mean, you need to make the rounds here in town of different steak houses, and then you can choose your favorite. So that's what we did. And when we got there, you know, this particular restaurant also has the family portion sides. Mm-hmm. And you had a choice of the Gouda, Parmesan, and American mac and cheese, or you could get the lobster version of that. Oh. Boom. Yeah. What do you That's think she chose? Lobster. lobster. She had steak with crab meat on top, right? I mean, she came home telling me all of her you know, mm-hmm. things. She was so super excited. See, this is when you realize it was just seemed like just a year ago or two that she would say Kraft macaroni and cheese was yeah. her favorite. Yeah. Mm. Now we're in a different league. But, yeah. um, but, you know, I mean, no, we had a good time. It's really nice to be able to sit there, visit one-on-one. I think it's special time. But beyond that, the waiter at the end of the meal came by with a camera and started shooting pictures of us. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Shielding my child here. What's they knew what you were on a date. And so he took a picture, disappears, and when he comes back from the kitchen with the with the bill, he hands it to, to Taylor and says, it's yours tonight. Ha ha. It was funny. When she opened it up, it was the picture. It was signed by the staff, and it said daddy-daughter date across Aww. the top. Isn't that so, cool? Yeah. And so um, 
It was a memorable. The it funny thing, too, I want to tell you, Producer Bailey, when she got home, she was raving about everything. She said she had the cheesecake, and it was so good. She said it was almost as good as Producer Bailey's family's cheesecake. <laughs> almost as yeah. good. Yay. Yeah. yeah, it was missing that little layer of that cream cheese at the top. But yeah, so another successful daddy-daughter date, and I did not get stood up. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, nothing to complain about for that night, but... The, the conversation continues. Restaurant pet peeves. We've oh, all yeah. got them. And, you know, might be going out to a fancy dinner tomorrow night. Let us know yours. 877-310-4MSJ. I'd love to keep up with you all day long. And we can do that with you on Facebook and Instagram. You know, all you have to do is like our Facebook page and you'll always get a notification when we go Facebook Live. All right, this week, <clears throat> restaurant pet peeves. And it's not just because a lot of Valentine's Day dining. We just, this literally happened where... Um, we were out to dinner with the kids, and Taylor um, had a salad that came on a tiny little plate that mm-hmm. she really wanted to mix up. It was a lot of salad, little plate. And she was like, this is my pet peeve. So, you know, restaurant pet peeves. Did she ask for a bigger plate? She did not. She just made do. Oh. But, you know, we all have them. It can a lot of times be about the people or the surroundings or whatever that's going on in the restaurant. Sure, but you know it's still I mean? a restaurant experience. Yeah. What's yours, Murphy? Because if I, if I were to pick one that wasn't the restaurant <clears throat> itself, to me, it would be, you know, people on their phones at the table yep. next to and that sort of thing. It, just because, you know, it's... People talking, you mean? Yeah, on their but a bit, but to the point where it's kind of like so loud it interferes with people around. You know what I mean? Okay. But okay. That's not my big one. My big one, which is a turnoff to me, um, is when the bathroom at a restaurant Ooh. is not well kept. Ooh. It almost ruins the whole experience. Oh. No matter how good the restaurant itself is, totally. When the bathroom is not in good shape, it kills it for me. <laughs> it does. You're so right. I didn't even. I said I want to think about that. And <laughs> it doesn't happen often, but there's one place I can think of where we, you know, where we go. And it's, man, every time I walk in there, I'm like, huh, it just kills the experience. <laughs> and I don't want to say what it is or what no, it's next to because everybody that. will figure it out. <laughs> oh, well, we're not, yeah, we're not going to throw anybody. I also don't like Has I it don't, been more than once like that, though? Yeah. It oh. has. This is a place that routinely, for whatever reason, doesn't address mm. that situation. Um, there is another restaurant that we go to from time to time where I don't think they have the partition set up in the right place because as soon as you open the door, you can see straight out into the crowd of the tables. I'm like, this is a little uh, uncomfortable, uh, you know? <laughs> Did I finish everything properly here before I walked out the door? So you're saying bad bathroom placement. Oh, <laughs> wow. I never thought of that. I never thought uh, of that. Uh, Sam, do you have one? Uh, one of mine is the phone people. The people really? that get on phones in restaurants. Because to me, the restaurant, I mean, of all places not to whip out the phone and start talking, Yeah, yeah that's one of them. And the other one would be loud, is- loud talkers. Now, right. I know there are restaurants that are just loud restaurants, and but I mean, the one where you have that guy like two tables over, that's all you can hear the whole right. night you're trying to eat, because he's loud and boisterous. But, and I, I don't know. but what I do love is the loud laugher. Yeah. You know what I mean? We always pick out laughter. That's yeah. Well, I hear you, the, but the thing is, haven't we all been out with somebody who's a loud talker? You And if you're with them, you don't want to be the one to, go to, to let them know to be quiet. You yeah. don't want to do that. No. So you're stuck, too. So you get up and leave. No, you don't. All right, so what is your restaurant pet peeve? Everybody's got one. 877-310-4675. Karen, you're next. We're loving hearing from you on this and both sides. What is your, both sides of the issue. Mm. Um, what is your restaurant pet peeve? Everybody's got one. Like you can't deal with this happening when you're going out to eat. So 877-310-4675. When you say both sides, you mean... Customers you, and restaurants. And people actually work in restaurants? Okay. Right. I mean, we want to hear from everybody. Okay. Love to hear from you. 877 310 4MSJ, as Jody said. Who's this? 
Um, my name's Karen, and I actually work in the industry, so I'm kind of a tough person to go out to eat in the first place. Oh, <laughs> wow, <But> Karen. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't stand it when you order courses. They order an appetizer and then a salad and then your entree, and then like everything comes out like boom, boom, boom. Yes. And you feel like yeah. you're being rushed. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Out of the place. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's supposed to be the experience of the appetizer, then the salad, then the meal. Exactly. Kitchens probably also get in the habit of just get it out, get it mm-hmm. out so people don't wait, right? Right, exactly. Okay. So, uh, Karen, do you ever send any of it back and tell them, hang on, wait? Mm. I don't just because I hate to be that person because I am in the industry and I'm like, Ugh. Right. What do you do? You don't have to say exactly where or whatever, but what do you do? So, I mean, I'm 32 and I've been in the industry since I was 14. Started mm. as a dishwasher. Yep. I have everything from culinary to bartending is what I do now. So. Right. It's not an yeah. easy industry to be in, is it? God, no, it's not. No. To me, <laughs> it seems... like slightly crazy, I think, to enjoy right. it. You're always in it. You're, I mean, you, you, you never close. You're always there constantly and it's constant the public it's constant with the public yeah oh yeah the struggle is real (laughs) yeah harder than it seems well i'm gonna think i'm gonna think of you the next time everything comes out at once perfect (laughs) thank you karen appreciate that and that depends on the restaurant yeah you know different restaurants have a different pace or cadence as they would say ah nice i've seen you though murphy like it when everything comes out at once when you're real hungry it's like boom great it depends you know unless if it's a hot appetizer and i'm just starting on that and the food lands right after and the table's not big enough that's where i get a little weird yeah it's a lot to think about yeah i mean from their perspective i think a lot to think about from a restaurant's I think the higher brow or fancier the restaurant, they probably have their system down, or they they know, I know. you know, one and then the next and then the next. Right. So you have to let manage your expectations if you're at a yeah. you know not a, a high brow place. That, well, that does traditional courses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We love it. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Love to hear from you. What is your restaurant pet peeve? Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Prince Harry has invited the most popular loved wedding singer of all time to the royal wedding and mm-hmm. of course he will probably be there I'll tell you about it next jody's hollywood outsider this is big news and i kind of expected it prince harry has personally invited ed sheeran to perform a few songs at the royal <laughs> wedding in may so here's what's the deal i mean i remember thinking, wait what about elton well, Elton John is has canceled his Vegas shows to be there. Yeah. And I guess fans are expecting that to happen, wouldn't you? If you've got them all there, I mean, it's a heck yeah. of a reception. Okay, so if you remember back several months ago, more than a year ago, Ed was in Japan. You remember how he cut his face? Oh, with a sword, yeah. Ed Sheeran is best friends with Harry's cousin, Princess Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Very close friends. So Ed... James Blunt and Princess Beatrice are all hanging out and they end up doing a drunken recreation of a knighting ceremony. Right. I mean, they've been honest about what happened. Like, Ed, how did you slice your face? They were having a few too many and were pretending to knight Ed and accidentally slash his face. That's why he has a vertical scar on his right cheek. I remember hearing that story thinking, really? Every time he drinks too much, something goes wrong. Right. The bike accident. Right. He, yeah, and he just needs to realize it. Yeah. Okay, so that's Harry's cousin. So, of course, everybody loves Ed and wants Ed there. Right. And so Harry, uh, Prince Harry has asked Ed to sing at the wedding. So he says, you know, Ed will only say, if I can be there and do it, I'm going to do it. Now, the word is that Megan wants Beyonce also to join Ed oh, on stage no. at the reception to do their duet version of Perfect. Baby. 
no regular DJ will work for this. This is the so, royal wedding reception. It's so funny. It's like, man, you know, and I want Beyonce. Oh, okay. Well, let's. I want Ed Sheeran. Shoot for the moon here. Why not? So that's the word. But they'll get them. Yeah, they'll get them because they're friendly with Ed, and yeah. everybody wants to be a part of that. Everybody wants to be there if they can be. All right, let's take it. Last night, man, the snowboarding was insane on NBC on the Olympic, the Olympics last night. Chloe Kim, who's 17 years old, had an almost perfect score in the half pipe. It was amazing. It's a record breaker. It was. And what's crazy about her is that she was good enough and could qualify four years ago, but she was too young. She was 13. Uh-huh. She's 17 now, won gold last night. It was insane. So exciting. What was cool is she, basically she won it on her first run. Yes. But she decided, well, you know, let's I could do keep better. Doing it. Yeah. And she did better on her last run. So exciting. Um, coming up tonight, some more figure skating and Men's speed skating coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7:55. George Clooney gushing about and talking about how he met and wooed a mall, and it's fascinating. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up, Sam, we want to tell you about one of the coolest birthday parties our daughter Phoebe went to mm-hmm. the other day. Maybe you want to steal it if yeah. you want to be the coolest parent on the block. Okay. And uh, coming up next, more of your restaurant pet peeves. Actually, we have a few that landed in the 24-hour voicemail at 877-310-4MSJ. So we'll get to those next. And we certainly do not want you to forget that uh, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. (gasps) Can you believe it? Yeah. I Uh, can. Some last-minute Valentine's ideas if it's hitting you. Jody's probably going to come to your rescue next hour. Next hour. Some easy, simple things, okay? Um, 877-310-4675. We're doing this all week. Restaurant Pet Peeves. Mm-hmm. And um, we've asked you to call. And we've got, we have got we have some voicemails, too. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Good morning. I'm calling about the pet peeves in restaurants. Okay. Mine is waitresses, waiters, or hostesses who wear too much perfume. Uh. It's overpowering. <laughs> powering, and I can't enjoy my food for the smell the stench so that's my pet peeve you guys have a great day thank Thank you you. i've never had that i don't think so either i I have never encountered that yeah well you know what any in any situation if you get into an elevator with somebody and it's overpowering it can mess with your senses so i I guess i feel that in a in a place where you're about to eat because isn't 50% 50% of taste buds smell or something like that. Yeah, I can see something how like anything that. like that. It would be like if there were also, you know, a fragrance in the restaurant that they were using, mm. you know, to, it would be overpowering right. or potpourri yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I've never really encountered that. Me uh. either. I usually just smell food in a restaurant. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for leaving us the voicemail. We appreciate that. Jody, uh, we haven't found out what your pet peeve is. Oh, yet. you know mine, Murphy. Uh. Think back. Yeah, that's hard. I do. Mine's, Jody, mine is, Jody's is about yet. it's about comfort for Jody. Comfort? Yeah. Um, uncomfortable chairs. Oh, don't! If you want me to come sit and eat and spend my money and be waited on or whatever, or whatever, just well, the, I can't, I can't deal with a non-comfortable chair. Like what kind? I don't. There, well, I'm not just hard. If you're no. hard and uncomfortable, I don't want to sit in that. And I literally, there's a place that we like a lot. We love the food. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Murphy? We love the food. But none of their chairs are comfortable. Oh. It's like, really? I've never noticed that at restaurants. What? Uh-uh. I have. Yeah, it's usually the, the smaller tables with those smaller style chairs. Bistro style chairs. You call those bistro style chairs? Right, exactly. Oh, so they're, okay. they're very light wooden and, you know, yeah. actually or if you stand metal. up. Or metal, yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you stand up, you can knock them over easily. Gotcha. You know? 
Yeah. Isn't that weird? I've never heard anybody else complain about that, but mm-hmm. I, that bothers me a, so much. You know, I'm so comforty. That's why I say the key to taking Jody out is ask for a booth. Ah, can't go oh, wrong when you see her in a booth. So yeah. comfortable and so true. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, I got to tell you about the big changes you're going to see in The Voice when they start their new season later this month. Okay, I know one big change, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah. Um, coming up next, though, we Phoebe went to a really cool birthday party the other day. And I Our just youngest. have to tell you about it because it was too cool. You might want to steal the idea. Okay. Next. So, Sam, I have to tell you about this. Our Phoebe went to a birthday party the other day, mm-hmm. which is one of the coolest birthday parties that she's ever been to. And that's saying a lot because I'm sorry. Birthday parties have come a long way from have a few friends well, over, have some cake. It's almost pin like the tail you, on the donkey. It's almost like you have to be cooler than the last party. You well, know what I mean? I Does anybody even do pin the tail on the donkey anymore? I don't think so. But I remember having that once at my birthday party. Oh, yeah. Well, I did, too. Straight up. Yeah. Okay. So um, this was a scavenger hunt birthday party. I almost volunteered to be one of the moms who drove. What stopped you? We had something to do. The three of us, remember? It was that day where we were meeting about something. Oh, that's right. So I couldn't. I had work obligations with yeah. the guys. But um, oh, okay. we could have come with you. <laughs> no. Anyway, so you we get like, been good. like five yeah. or six kids on a team. And then a, a one parent and you driver, drive around looking for stuff. You get a you get hand you all get handed the same list of stuff. And so I let Phoebe know. I said I'll be home. Call me if you need help. I wanted her team to win. I was like I should have driven, man. I would have been yeah crazy scavenger hunt mom. But anyway, so not long after dropping her off at this party, I go home and my phone starts lighting up. Mom, do we have canned dog food? I'm like ding yes. So she goes I'm coming. So they come and she runs into the house. I'm like, here's your dog food. And then she comes with a list. She needs a banana. She got that. Painted rock we had. Tube of lipstick. Duh, we had. And some other stuff I didn't have. Yeah. You know, she wanted a yard ornament. Like a lawn ornament. Yeah. We don't have any. Murph. No, we don't. We have that bird feeder, but that wouldn't be easy no. to carry yeah. on. So, but there were other kids in the car who could also do that thing, but right. I just thought that was a cool idea. It they, is. They had two hours later, they had to come back. It's a cool idea, but you know what I mean? I'm thinking kind of like former producer Drew, now attorney, would say, isn't there liability with this kind of a party? Hey, yeah. you're sending people around town in cars. True. I'm just asking the question. I don't know. I know that the, the my friend paid for everybody's gas. Well, I know, but the kids should have had to sign a waiver. Just <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, there was other couple, a couple little things. One thing that everybody had to do was like take a picture at the school, at the school they all go to in front of the flag. Yeah. And then there was an address there on the sheet of the scavenger hunt items. It didn't say anything else. Just go to this address. And it was like their former science teacher's house. Oh. And they all had to take a picture with him. It was really cool. The, oh, they had to get him. and Yeah, they had oh, to ring the doorbell and get a picture. That's where you want to make sure you've got the right address. Yeah. Mr. There might Baird. be a big surprise waiting for Isn't that you. that cool? Phoebe's team was third place, by the way. Well, you know, in Olympic speak, that's a bronze medal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Coming up, Sam has music news. Going to let you know about the one big change you're going to see in The Voice when it starts its new season later this month. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean Kelly Clarkson as a judge. Sam's got music news. Got a new season of The Voice coming up later on this month. In fact, February 26th, after we get through the Olympics on NBC. Yeah. Uh, and they're making some changes this year. Apparently, you're going to notice the uh, chairs are changed up. What? Yeah. Why? Wait, the what, chairs what, are the what? star of the show. It's my favorite well, part. They're still going to spin around, but they're just giving them a, a, a new okay. look. Okay, that's good. I, I, okay, that's good. And, of course, yeah, Jody Kelly Clarkson's going to be on there. Yay. Uh, but one of the cool things that they're doing is, you know, because... 
up until now, they've had the one big button that they hit and they, their chair spins. Yeah. Well, they're going to give each judge three other buttons on there. What? So you, and there'll be the other three judges' names. So if, if like, Adam spins around and he doesn't want Blake having a chance at this person, he can hit Blake's button and Blake won't have a chance to spin around. They can block the other judges. That's really? Sweet. Can they block all of the other no, judges? No, you can only block one judge one time. Okay. So you can't just go in there you and You know go, what? Boom, I bet boom. that was their idea. I bet you that was Adam and Blake going, you know, I need a way to stop this. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop Alicia from taking all my people. Well, the thing that's, I, that's Blake. The thing I like about it, though, is right. it's like it's changing things up. It's sprucing it. They it's not yet. the same old rules all right. the time. They do need that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jody, you're going to like this one. Of course, you know, Britney Spears is going to be going on tour over across the pond in a few dates here mm-hmm. uh, for the Peace of Me tour. Now we find out now who she's going to be adding as her opening act, at okay. least for the shows over the pond. Uh, one, Mr. Pitbull. What? Mm-hmm. I saw Pitbull in concert and it was so hot in the room. Seriously. It was so energetic and hot in that yeah. room. He just he's seems amazing. like he'd be a great entertainer. He is fun. And let me tell you something else he is. Mm-hmm. Inspiring. He yeah. gives you part of his life when, when he's on stage and you leave feeling like, I need to do something big like this too. Or at least you feel good. You yeah. feel good when you leave. So look for that one. Now, hopefully they'll get him to do on the, uh, the the U.S. version of the dates as well. But right now it's just the European versions. Uh, and uh, Willie Nelson is back in the news. Is he well? Know, well, I don't know if you heard, but he had to cancel all his February dates because he wasn't feeling well. Right. Uh, apparently he is doing better. He's at, <laughs> he's at his home in Hawaii resting up. Well, that's good. If there's a peaceful yeah. place to be, I would assume Things that would be Things could be worse. Yeah. That doesn't mean he feels good. But, but he's uh, set to star in a new Western movie with um, Neil Young. Whoa. Being directed by Neil Young's girlfriend, Daryl Hannah. Whoa. I did not know that. Yeah. It's, wow. Uh, we look forward to that one. It's a whimsical tale. This is what they call it. Whims- whimsical Western tale of music and love. Okay. So we'll see how that one turns out. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Okay, coming up, Sam. I don't know whether to thank you or unfriend you for life <laughs> for introducing me to This Is uh. Us. I'll explain next. Life is busy, and you may be looking for some last minute uh, help for Valentine's Day, which, by the way, uh, is tomorrow. No problem. <laughs> so we're going to help you with that <clears throat> just after eight. Ooh, I wonder if Sam will get a. Um, Surprise gift like he did at Christmas time. Got that man crate with all oh, that beef yeah. jerky in it from a secret from a admirer. Right? You found out that was from a girl later. Um, I, can't, never... I cannot comment on that. Yes. I know, but it was. Of course it was. Um, okay, before we get to all of that next hour, Sam. Yes. I don't know whether to thank you or to unfriend you in real life for introducing what? me to This Is Us. Mm. Okay? So I did start watching it. Yeah. I'm I'm only like I'm on the third episode in the middle of the third episode from. You're season not to the crockpot episode, are you? <laughs> no way, no way. But I do want to say this. Yeah. For anybody who's current and up to date on this show, and I know a little bit about the crockpot, that crockpot is in the in the first scene, first shot of the second episode of season one. They start scanning the whole kitchen. Really? It is in the scene. Okay, a little so, foreshadowing there. Okay, because I didn't. Well, I mean, no one would have known at that right. point. Um. It is really, I feel you now, I understand you now. I was watching, at the end of the second episode of season one, I walked out of the bedroom. Murphy's at the at the table on his laptop, and what was I doing? 
I was she holding was holding my she's, stomach. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm like, what's physical. going on, Jody? Are you okay? I'm very physical in my reactions. I felt like I needed to hold my insides in. I'm walking down the hall going, oh my God. Oh my God. And holding even, my stomach. But I said, yeah, but you're not crying. But she said, <laughs> it still was a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I haven't cried yet. Yeah. Um, but I've laughed. Well, thank the, goodness. The thing I, the, the first season, I just remember it was like they'd always pick you up and get you going, and in like the last five minutes, right, pull the carpet out from under you. On our Facebook page, um, Lori says every show has a hook, be prepared. Yeah. And I'm feeling that now. Yeah. People that you think you don't gonna, you're, you're not gonna like, you love. They twist it, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's that layer. The, are, the only thing that's missing right now is there's an empty seat next to Jody when watching the show. That's okay. I really be occupied by me. I really don't think this <laughs> is your jam. Are you really? Even now that you're into it, you don't think I would like this show? No, Murphy. No, I don't think that you would. It's is way it that he too heavy. He won't like it, or you don't want him watching it? I don't you? want him watching it because I don't need him in tears. But number <laughs> two, I really know you, and I don't think it's your jam. After a while, you'd be like, oh, too well, heavy. So in terms of that's depth, okay. how does it compare, say, to Whatever Fuller House? Happens, predictability. Not the same thing. I don't know. I don't watch Fuller House. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We love to hear from you. Your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Bailey? Yeah, Jody, we have some uh, comments on Facebook about This Is Us and yeah, also that. some of those pet peeves at restaurants that we haven't heard from you. Cool. We love to hear from you, so jump in anytime. You can call. 877-310-4675 or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what do we have today? Okay, we got two things for you here today. We got This Is Us comments. Okay. Yes. Um, oh my God, that's So I'm going to go ahead and go with those first. Okay. I just started watching at Sam's recommendation and the world's recommendation, and I can see how it is very beautiful, but uh, not for the, it's not easy. Yeah. That's what people are saying. It's pretty tough to get through. I know Robin says, I knew you would love it and i knew you'd be hooked for sure man uh but make sure to keep a kleenex nearby every week <laughs> okay it's the best show on tv i really do love jack already i mean i mean he's the best dad man. ever oh my gosh best husband ever yeah. seems anyway so far okay <laughs> uh and sarah says it's about time you drank the kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay see um, and i don't know that i'm going to be able to come on board everybody seems to be this is nbc's top show right now and i know made, you but i it, don't think it's you murphy it, didn't it make you cry in the first episode sam yeah but the whole first season every episode made me cry yeah i mean and i knew it going in somewhere in this episode i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> and i still did it to myself <laughs> okay wow okay so going on to the restaurant pet peeves i know people still have oh my gosh this is so crazy everybody has a pet peeve so it's interesting so this is a person her name is jessica she says probably people who talk for hours after the meal the restaurant is busy please talk somewhere else people are waiting for that table oh yeah yeah interesting so that's on the restaurant side or if you're waiting for a table, yeah. if you're yeah. sitting out, you know, that's an interesting thing to me because um, I know people who are in that industry and they don't like it either because they can't turn over their yeah, table. Yeah, they need to turn the tables so they can get right. the chips. And, you but know. as a customer, if you've paid and you've paid your bill and you're visiting, don't you want to stay visiting? Yeah, but common courtesy, because I've been out there, you know, waiting before and you can see the table. It's like, obviously everything's done. You're and out there just, tapping your foot. It's like, come on, these people need to go. Yeah. Okay. Fine lines. Fine lines. Thank you for that. Yeah. And we got one more person from actually through our text line, the 877-310-4675. This person said, 
Uh, waiters who don't write down your order. I'm not in the restaurant to be impressed by your memory. <laughs> write it down and get it right. Oh. But I, see, that's always impressed me. I love yeah. that. Man, I, if, I could, if, you worry if that I could do that, I would probably be magic in a lot of different careers. Some people have that kind of memory, though. You know, some people do have that visual. If you've ordered specifically what you want, they might have visualized it and just brought it back. To them, writing it down is an extra step. Yeah. But if you're not that way, it would bother you thinking they're going to forget that I won't blank on the side or whatever. Anxiety. Yeah. All right. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on our Facebook page or Instagram. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. George Clooney getting real about how he met and wooed a mall. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I promise we're going to get to the George Clooney. Oh my goodness, he's gushing and telling stuff about them all story. Um, first, though, quickly, is it true this rumor? I read it first yesterday morning about OJ Simpson being back in the movie business. Mm-hmm. And the first place I saw it was the Daily Mail, Britain's Daily Mail, which is questionable right. a lot of times. So we waited. And yes, apparently it looks like it's true that movie director, creator, actor, comedian Sasha Baron Cohen paid O.J. Simpson about $20,000 to appear in a prank in his, the comedian's next film. Oh, really? Well, his it, stuff is always known for pranks. It is prank. It is the prank. He's the prankster of He's Hollywood's movies are. So he reportedly, Sasha Baron Cohen, wore like a wig and thick rim glasses to meet OJ in in a Las Vegas hotel room and that OJ wouldn't even meet with him until he walked in with a bag of cash is what we're told. Nerve wracking little story there. Last last movie he was in was it the Naked Gun movies back in the 80s? Probably not but those were the ones that I own. Those are the only ones I knew him ever to be in but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay can we move to this amazing story? Uh, You know David Letterman has that new series on Netflix called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Yeah. The first person he sat down with was President Barack Obama. Very mm-hmm. funny, too. Right. Very yeah, funny. It was and a funny, funny web episode. They go on location. They sit in a studio with a little audience, but they also go. It's an in-depth, long-form conversation with David Letterman and his guests. Mm-hmm. The next one that's going to land this Friday is George Clooney. Available this Friday, Letterman and Clooney just talking about everything. And uh, George is spilling stuff about a mall we never knew, like how they met. Uh, a, a mutual friend of ours said, I'm stopping by and can I bring my friend? And I was like, of course. And, and I got a call from my agent who called me and said, I met this woman who's coming to your house who you're going to marry. Whoa. Yeah. So, now this was arranged by an agent, your talent agent, (laughs) had done all the paperwork ahead of time. It it really worked out that way. Yeah. And the funniest thing was my mom and dad were visiting, so my parents were there. We just talked, and we stayed up all night talking. And then, you know, I got her email address because she was going to send me some pictures of my parents. And then uh, we started writing, and I didn't really have a... Didn't know if she wanted to go out with me. I just thought, you know, we were buddies. And- Who would, George? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be frank. Who really would want to go out with you? Oh, man. They go in depth, apparently, about his way, the ways that he had to woo her. Yeah. Like, not knowing where he stood with her. All personal with George Clooney. That's a big one. All this week on Friday on Netflix. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, in your next Outsider this morning at 8.30, Ed Sheeran asked her performance the royal wedding will he and if so what part of the wedding tell you all about it and you do know what uh, tomorrow is don't you it is february 14th i believe (laughs) which is also known as valentine's Valentine's day Day. yes okay so um and we'll get to our letters murphy um 
Oh, the ones that Sam assigned to us. Yeah. That's you have a yeah. preview today by chance? No. You're going to have to wait a quick little letter to each other. And uh-huh. that, we've never done that. We have never. Sh- we've been very open about our marriage and all that here, but we've yeah. never shared letters to um, each other. No, we haven't. And so mine starts, it was a cool November day. You want any more than that? <laughs> any rhymes in either one Just of these? Just a letter. Not, not a... Like, Dear Jody is what you should start with, probably. Well, Murphy's kind of sounds like a thriller just after okay, the first line. you're right. You're right. Well, yeah, I, I mean, shouldn't it, say. And maybe I should write a poem someday yeah. again. No. It's really funny. Jody is funny when it comes <laughs> to that because she's she is a romantic, but some of those things to her, they just they don't work well. I don't like I mean? forced romance. I don't think. Wait, I don't wait, 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 wait. In which case, I would definitely write a poem. Yeah. <laughs> wait, how is a how is a poem forced romance? It's an art form, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but no, it's cliche. You know what's romantic? It's thank you. It's cliche. What's romantic to me is the things that that only we. That are romantic that. to just you They're and me. They're special to me and you, and I completely agree with that. you can't create or write like well, the things that we do for each other, like the fact that you, whatever, put socks on my feet when when I, my feet are cold. That is sweet. That is romantic. All right, hold on. I'm going to put that in the letter. <laughs> <to you. laughs> it, was a, it was a cold day in November, and then I put socks on your feet. Also, what's romantic is private. The private joke. Does that make sense? Well, yes. I don't expect you to share any of that stuff. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll come up with something for tomorrow, Sam. No problem. <laughs> I'm on it. I, you know me. I, I love really you, Jody, and I can come up with something. Yeah. Please just be real. And no, no cliche. <laughs> so aren't we really supposed to be kind of throwing out some last minute help? For yes, I do want to. Yes. Look, if you if you don't know really what to do, send something to work if they're working that day. And I've always said this, Sam, for a dude, you don't have to send. I, I mean, I, women love to get flowers. You can send a dude pizza, mm. and that wins Valentine's Day. Yeah, yum. And I love you pizza, and I love you yeah. wings. Some people, some of the pizza places are doing heart-shaped pizzas today. Show yeah. up and bring their favorite lunch to them and have lunch at work. Yeah. You know, and make it a picnic, whatever, show up at favorite takeout. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay? Um, if you know they love M&M's, bring every flavor of M&M's and those shareable bags. Mm, that's fun. Or yum. every so just you know s- something simple, sweet, and fun. Basically. Simple things like that. Um, watch your favorite. Watch a movie you first saw together on a first date. Bring that home and watch it. Make you know just little things like that. Let Murphy watch. This is us. <laughs> Reach out to us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ, or of course you can follow along on Facebook or Instagram. Um, we're doing restaurant pet peeves this week, not because of Valentine's Day, although a lot of people going out to eat tomorrow night and tomorrow Hello. for lunch, for Valentine's Day lunch. Hello. Ooh, that's a good idea. You can go to Valentine's Day um, coffee and dessert in the afternoon. Yeah. That's nice and light, but still count. Oh, if you something. have something last minute, yeah, and you missed out on reservations. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Are, are y'all like going it. out to a Valentine's Day lunch or dinner? No, we're not. Oh, how do you know? Oh, <laughs> are we? I mean, I don't know. You have a. I don't know. You tell me. In the I'm just saying, why would we want to. Let's not, you know, rule things out, you know? It's, oh, that means he's still figuring it out. So, uh-huh. And that's fine with me. Okay, so 877 310 4675. What's your restaurant pet peeve? What about you, James? Well, it's not really a pet peeve, but something that happens. It seems like folks, you know, they don't understand me. Uh-huh. Okay. One time I went to a restaurant and I asked for a little ice. 
and the guy looks at me and says, I'm sorry, all ice is the same size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you did it. Ah, Often translation, you know. Yeah. It sounds like a, um, uh, yeah, um, a stand-up routine. Uh. <laughs> so you, you change your words to light ice? Right. Well, that's what I should have asked for. Just light eyes. Yeah. Right. I said I just want small, small eyes. So sorry, it's all the same size. Sweet. It's almost there like that took me. longer to think of than to just just figure out what you really meant. Yeah. That's it. That's your only yeah. pet peeve. Oh. Well, you know, it always seems like every time I go to a restaurant, something's wrong. You know, mm. but that's just kind of one of those things. Yeah. Okay. You don't think you're picky then? You just think it's a tough, a tough industry. Yeah. Yeah, I do yeah, too. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Thank you, James, for the call. You know, I mean, I find, and I think this is because at a lot of, any place that has a drive through now, mm-hmm. they, they've got, those cashiers have to multitask. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, it's very difficult for them to get the info and then make sure it's correct because they're having to listen and ring up and there's probably something else yeah. going on right next to them. I wasn't thinking of, of, of places with drive throughs when we're talking about restaurants, but I guess the light ice made you think of that, right, Murphy? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. to me, it's all a public, you know, service, or not whatever yeah. you call it, experience, right? It's yeah. harder than you think it is unless you've ever worked in it. I have, For six months, not long out of high school, I waited tables. It is harder than you think. Yeah. I think I was good at it. I remembered everything except my first day. I, I ignored a table. Did you, get, did you quit or get fired? I quit. Oh, okay. I moved on. I didn't get fired. Okay. That was from the means, hair salon. This means that possibly Jody was someone's pet peeve at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Ed Sheeran invited to perform at the royal wedding, but will he? And if so, what part? Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ed Sheeran has been asked by Prince Harry to perform at the upcoming royal wedding. So nice. chances are he's clearing his schedule for it because you know he he wants to say yes. It's just not confirmed that he said yes. He's only met Harry once, so mm-hmm. he's not like he has an in there, but he does have a royal family in. One of his best friends, Ed's best friends, is Princess Beatrice, Harry's cousin, mm-hmm. the one who accidentally cut his face when they were doing this drunken recreation of a knighting ceremony oh, yeah. more than With a year sword, ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, Ed, Ed has a scar from that. So anyway, chances are he will be there and perform at the evening ceremony, evening reception hosted by Prince Charles. And the word is that Meghan Markle would also like... Ed to bring along Beyonce to do that perfect duet. I mean, because they're a royal couple, the it royal couple right now, they they probably will get both of them. Oh, yeah. You get what you want. Anybody they want, actually, for the royal wedding. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Jody, you told us that the uh, jackets that the U.S. team is are wearing is wearing for the uh, Olympics are special because they got heaters or warmers inside. For of them. the um, opening ceremonies when it was like less than seven degrees. Yeah, um, yeah, that was all Ralph Lauren design stuff. You Even see, the gloves. Uh, there's a special thing that the snowboarding team has inside their jackets too. Did you see this? No. What? It's lined and this is stitched into one side of the jacket. Um, it's got a map of the snowboard snowboarding park. It's okay. got uh, English to Korean translations, so oh, they can cool. say, you know, where can I get a cab? Uh, where is the Olympic Village? Yes, no, thank you. Wow. Please help. All that kind of stuff. Just it's, the snowboarding team? Just the snowboarding. This is, and I read that. I was like, like why is How about that? everybody else? I know. It just seems like everybody should have that. It, it, you would think there would be a good reason. Plus, if it's that cold, you're going to have to unzip your jacket to get the direction. <laughs> That's okay. Right? They're yeah. athletes. <laughs> They're not feeble. Well, no, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm just wondering, is that... I'm, I'm, 
they probably don't want to be lugging around a bunch of stuff, and yeah. I get that. Yeah. It's got a money exchange on it, and also the Korean time as opposed to our time zones here, wow. so they know what's going on, when they're doing what. So the snowboarding team should be the most informed yeah. about what they're doing in Pyeongchang. Open up the jacket. Hey, do you live here? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Right, more really, I think, really good, but simple Valentine's Day ideas for you. So you officially have less than 24 hours now to get your plan together for Valentine's Day. And like it happens, life is busy. You know, I mean, some people yeah. literally are, or it's not a matter of being busy. Sometimes you get stuck on just finding the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's, there's a problem. You can't find the perfect thing. It doesn't have to be perfect. Right. Right. And I think that, you know, you, you want it to be, but there's no such thing as the perfect thing. Do your best. Do something sweet. Do something that's the private personal joke that only you could give that person, mm-hmm. you know, that's between the two of you. If you want to throw a nice, beautiful red rose on top of it, then do that to Valentine's Day it up. Yeah. But, you know, it's got to be something between the two of you. Um, I'm love- already covered for Valentine's Day. Are you, Sam? Yeah. Meaning? I don't have to get anything. Oh. No pressure. <laughs> Does your daughter, Maddie, send a Valentine's to Daddy? She's never, she never has. Okay. That's fine. If you if you don't, that's I never no. got a Valentine from my Daddy. No. Which would have been so sweet. <sighs> uh, um. Anyway... <laughs> Um, remember the ideas though, like bring a lunch or have lunch delivered. Have their favorite lunch delivered if you can't. If they're you know if they're working and you're working. Yeah. Send a pizza. Oh my gosh, who wouldn't love a pizza? Well, dudes love pizza. I love pizza. So if somebody, if, if if some lady sent you a bat, a bucket full of wings, Sam, oh. you'd, you'd propose. <laughs> I'd call that her day. my next you'd wife. Propose exactly. <laughs> Favorite fancy coffee with a rose with mm. it. Have that delivered or bring it yourself. Ta da! You've won the day. Yeah. You know, unless you know she expects diamonds or something. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying? You got to know. Favorite snacks are always a winner. Do that up big. Mm-hmm. You got to think of the person specifically and then go from there. It's not one size fits all. That's my best advice. That's great advice. And I hope your Tuesday workday is going along pretty smooth so far. I'm coming up. We'll do after the show, the podcast mm-hmm. today. Um, Murphy wants to discuss the power of that device in your hand that you might be listening to the podcast on mm-hmm. and like what we need to watch out for, why it's calling our name all the time.